What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fanfiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast, where we read a work of erotic Harry Potter fanfic, one chapter each episode. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexually explicit content. Oh yeah. I know, right? And strong language. AKA, it's rated H for horny. Here we are again. Here we're back. Our enth- <laughs> that sounded so not enthusiastic. I know. Unenthusiastic. I feel great. How do you feel, Allie? I feel so great, especially coming off of the Danny high <sighs> that I'm still on right now. I mean, last chapter, let's like talk about Danny. That was so great. Oh my God, incredible. And the fact that I don't think I even knew this about him and what a diehard Harry Potter fan he is. He, he put us to shame, which I have a feeling... Most of our guests will do. Oh, absolutely. Like, all, like when he said squib pro quo. Lift that. He's like, that he said, I'm surprised that wasn't in the story. It didn't even cross my mind. Right. It should be. Also that he's a dirty, dirty McGonagall like fetish. Oh my gosh. I know. Which is great. I actually looked her up yesterday. She's just, I think she just celebrated her 84th birthday. Nice. So he's been really going after the cougs <laughs> for quite a while. I think there's a word beyond cougar when they're yeah. like, like it's not a cougar anymore. Like right? what is like a silver cougar? I know like a silver <laughs> fox is like a man, like a silver coug. I don't know the <laughs> proper <laughs> terminology. I don't either. We'll, we'll ask Danny next time he's on, which he will be back on in a few other episodes because we just couldn't get enough of him. And he also thinks he's upset that he didn't get sex. Yeah, he's in the story (laughs) or off. (laughs) There was no sex hat (laughs) or offset. (laughs) I'm sure he was upset about that, too. But no, he thought bringing those birdies bots, every flavor beans were going to get him in the set. That's not going to get me going. But he hopes that that's happening when he's on in a few chapters. But I hope that this that chapter four is our chapter for some touching. Yeah, I hope that this is the pivotal turn in the story. This is when it's going to happen. What if the whole story is just like there's no... Just gazing. They're just always like... It's just like Snape giving her like long speeches. They're like the Romeo and Juliet of the Wizarding World. (laughs) (laughs) No one has called them that before, but it's great. Soliloquy after soliloquy. 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 (laughs) Um, Oh, another thing we're supposed to talk about or I want to talk about is... We came up with, well, Allie's mom came up with a name for the Vajazzling Salon in the Wizarding World, which was, if you were listening last episode, was a challenge because we think, why did we think that? Oh, because it said that diamonds sparkled, like the water droplets sparkled like diamonds yeah. off of Hermione's pubic hair. Yes. And so we and assumed. Danny thinks it's, she's Vajazzling. Vajazzling. So we assume there has to be one in the Wizarding World. In mm-hmm. Hogsmeade, I believe, is what mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. threw out. Good for him. So I was on the phone with my mother yesterday telling her about this saga. And my mother is a hairdresser. And she instantly. So she's very qualified. Oh, very qualified. There could be no more qualified individual than her. <laughs> well. She 
She whipped out three names in like under 30 seconds. The first was the Snazzy Snatch, which she was like within two seconds that came out. I was like, oh, that was good, mom. She's like, oh, no, no, wait. I'll have better ideas. Then my personal favorite was the Mystical Muff. Yes, because the first one's funny, but it doesn't have anything to do with wizardry. No, exactly. So second is very strong. The Mystical Muff. I was I was impressed. And then she started getting into a laughing jag so hard <laughs> that she couldn't almost could not spit out the third one, which was Bibbity Bobbity Bush. <laughs> so we decided, I got I we decided to her and I were on the phone and I was like, let's aggregate the last two and we're calling it the Mystical Muff. Where are you, bibbity bobbity your bush? This is the strongest <laughs> slogan of all time. <laughs> Pretty much. It's up there with like, have it your way. I also feel like I can hear it on their commercials like, bibbity bobbity your bibbity bob. Bibbity bobbity your bush. Bibbity bobbity your bush. Ooh. Yeah. Mystical muff. Mystical muff. Dazzle yeah. your vajazzle. <laughs> Dazzling vagina since the 1600s. <laughs> So, wow, you know what I just thought of is the it's not the dark arts, but it feels like a dark art because it's down there and it's art. I think it's an underexpressed art. Mm-hmm. I like uh, to think of it as as it was an oppressed. You know an what? Oppressed if art. I was a wizard, I would call like hooking up like the dark arts Ooh. as a joke. Oh yeah, I'd be really popular. <laughs> Especially if I have to say as a joke afterwards. You guys, that Do you was guys a joke. get it? No one wants to sleep with me. <laughs> you guys, that was a joke. It's in the dark. Uh-huh. Dark and art. it's art. It's physical. So with that, I say we jump right into chapter four. Mm-hmm. I'm reading today, right? Yeah, see, so yeah. it's your your turn. It's my time. Um, let's catch up on where where do we end last? He was talking to her about like womankind and all of that stuff. Yeah, so he gave a fifteen-minute dissertation <laughs> on how she was essentially saving mankind by her womanness, and <laughs> meanwhile, not touching her at all, not touching her. And then I think it ended when it was like Hermione swam towards him, and then that's where the chapter ended. Yeah, they've been kind of playing chicken on or Marco Polo on either end of the pool. Like circling each other in nudity, like it's, it's like a cage match. It's very, and it's like, and then she swam, and then he swam. Boring, but this is where everything could change. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you ready? I'm so ready. Chapter four is called "A Candid Conversation." Oh, that does not bode well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh. Okay. Snape watched as Hermione slowly swam towards him. He rested his back against the pool, holding onto the edge with one hand, treading water lightly as she approached. She stopped about eight feet away, treading water as well. <laughs> Some distance. <laughs> eight. Uh, <laughs> two football fields away. Oh. There was a heavy silence between them, a silence that could hold and swallow the entire world. Swallow. A silence seeming too large for words to adequately fill. But Hermione wanted, needed, to say something. Mm. Mm. Not knowing what to say exactly or how to continue, she went with a question. It was a weak question. <laughs> Just call like her. so judgmental. Call her right it out. It was a shit question. And of all the questions Hermione could have asked, that was pretty much the shittiest one. <laughs> this is 
such a like a low key burn. Mm-hmm. It was a shit question. Oh no! He's <laughs> just inserting your own dialogue. <laughs> it was a weak question, but maybe he would answer it and titillate her a little more. Oh, God. You worship women, Professor? Hermione asked him. In those rare moments, yes, but usually from afar. Women are worthy of worship, but most aren't aware of it, he said softly. They underestimate themselves or don't understand what it is, or worse, reject it when it is offered. Wait, reject what? Being worshipped? Mm-hmm. So now we're going into self-worth we and self-esteem issues. This feels so like... <laughs> Here's the problem with women. Oh, God. They won't accept it when they want to be, they're worshipped. Okay. Uh, Snape's face contorted slightly. But you are worshipped, aren't you? The entire... Wait, who's speaking at this point? This is point? Snape. You it's still Snape? So- I started... I thought that Hermione oh, was speaking back to him. No. No. Yep. Nope. He's talking. It's, it's him. him. It's still, okay. But it sounded so sexually feminine when you were saying yeah, it. That's, I was, my I was Hermi- that's my Hermione uh, impression. Snape's face contorted slightly. But you're worshipped, aren't you? The entire wizarding world is at your feet. You're one of the golden trio, the brilliant witch that helped to destroy Voldemort. People stop you in the streets for autographs. Your presence is wanted at special events and occasions. Fans send you owls, gifts, letters, even marriage proposals. Wherever you go in the wizarding world, you are noticed, praised, revered, almost as much as Potter. You should be familiar with worship. So many people lust after you, your brilliance, your heroism. It must feel good to be so wanton and admired. So she, okay, so we had a little derailment because she, I thought, following her stint at Hogwarts, went on to some prestigious position in like the Ministry of Magic or something like that. I mean, but I so think maybe this wor- is like an an internship. Yeah, I think this is a summer, like a summer internship. Internship. Okay. And she's old for her grade, so she's eighteen. <laughs> so she's eighteen. We want to remind you. How many you, times? Every we'll say this once an episode. Hermione is eighteen. Over eighteen. She's eighteen. And that noise you just heard was Moki, <laughs> the dog, the, who just like collapsed because he's like this again. This again. So disgusting. <laughs> Okay. Hermione colored slightly. Although Snape had said nothing scathing, she felt rather shallow and undeserving. She knew why. It was because, despite all Snape had done over the years, his only reward was barely escaping Azkaban and retaining his position at Hogwarts. Oh, so she feels sorry for him that he hasn't done all the cool things she's done? I mean, I feel like Snape was a pretty big hero. He's done some stuff. Yeah, he pretty much saved the damn day. Right. Okay. (laughs) That and the scars on his body. Because his work had been behind the scenes, there was no one to bring Snape's sacrifices to light. Okay, so she knows. Mm -hmm. His true role was ambivalent at best as far as the public was concerned. And that he was so dark and severe and continued to shun attention, he was nearly a non-entity as far as fame went. He was more infamous than famous. The man who killed Albus Dumbledore, tormented Harry Potter, served Voldemort, and got away with it. Oh. Hmm. So there's a dark shadow over Snape. Doy. Mm. Makes him edgier. Yeah. Girls love a bad boy. <laughs> I just love bad boy who's like my professor and covered in sparse hairs and <laughs> scars. And, and uses his washcloth to just oh, and, ravage like, but his But lets own me body. use his washcloth oh. as well. Oh. It's sweet. It's generous. <clears throat> Not so good, she said softly. 
These people don't know me. They know of me, what I did. If I hadn't done what I did and been with Harry, I'd just be another overachieving muggle-born out to prove herself. They could care less who I am as a person as long as, as long as I have fame. As if, as if it, <laughs> she keeps having her, her repeat herself and stutter in this one. As long as I have fame. As if, as if it could rub off if they're in contact with me. Sometimes, sometimes I wish. Oh, God. Get it together. Mm. Hermione's voice trilled off and she looked upward, her eyes shifting to the right to stem the wetness filling her eyes. She blinked rapidly. Oh, this God. is not the kind of wetness I wanted in this story. <laughs> this, you do, like, crying before sex is, possible sex is, is not exactly an aphrodisiac. <laughs> like, cry after sex. Yeah, cry, yeah. Hermione, don't be a chump. <laughs> do what we all do and cry after sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's the appropriate time for a fetal position. She blinked rapidly. Sometimes you wish, Snape said softly, still treading water, the soft lighting in the room reflecting in his dark eyes. Sometimes you wish they would just see you. Yes, Hermione said in a hushed voice. The water in the pool lapped gently, filling the silence for a moment before Snape spoke again to the witch bobbing in front of him. So, like, this is like a love story. Bobbin for witches. Bobbin for Did witches. Did they call them in... The books, do they call them witches? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It, every time he says it, it just sounds weird. Like he's like the witch in front of him. Probably because everyone else calls them by names. Yeah, I feel like you don't hear the term witch that often in the book series. Yeah. But they, yeah. The, they she is She is a witch. <laughs> but a but witch. yeah, Dar- she is. A dirty witch. A witch. <laughs> <sighs> Surely there is someone who sees you for you, Hermione. Your beau, Ronald Weasley. <gasps> oh. My beau. <laughs> This is, where, this is where Lindsay slams down the story and is like, I can't continue. <laughs> you just hear me slam out. I'm like, there's stuff I got <laughs> Your beau, Ronald Weasley, he responded. He is, he is your wizard, your love, even before you became famous. Ron, Hermione said, her voice breaking a bit. Ron, Ron and I are seeing other people. Yeah. Oh! Ron is seeing us. <laughs> it's the best day ever. Yes. Ron and I are seeing other people. We we still go out, but it's an open relationship. Oh, after he did all after everything he did to save your life, Hermione. She's like, I just sort of want to see other people. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you're nice and all, but I just don't think you're the one for me. He felt that we were too young to make a serious decision about our future together. That we should explore our options. Oh, it was Ron's oh, idea. Yeah, it's so Ron. Mm-hmm. I'm your option. Explore me. <laughs> Um, I imagine this open relationship began after the fame set in, Snape said flatly. Yes. And after you physically expressed your attraction to each other. Oh, that's where I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Hermione's brown eyes filled again. She didn't answer him. There was no need to answer a question Snape already knew the answer to. No, I was mistaken, Hermione, Snape said quietly. You don't know what it is to be worshipped. You have no concept of your own worth without another to validate you, without another to measure yourself against. You have no idea that you are without measure. You always have been. Oh, such a tender <sighs> moment. Yeah, but come on. You yeah, know what? This is Paterotica. You know what like <laughs> speaks a thousand words, Snape? Like a smack on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how true. I like to take yeah. in my I love yous. <laughs> the three words she's dying. <laughs> Aren't words at my, all. Smack my yeah. ass. Hermione felt a tightness in her throat at his statement. She slowly slammed, whoop, 
She slowly swam a little ways down, then joined him at the side of the pool, keeping the cushion of space between them and staying low in the water, so only her shoulders and the swell of her breasts were visible. But Snape could still see the outline of her body, rounded, soft, beautiful, her wet, tangled hair dark and untamed as she turned her brown eyes on him. She held onto the side of the pool, nearly matching his motions as they tread water. What? Odd duck! Snape's... <laughs> so much enthusiasm. I mean, it's, he's, it said he suddenly hissed at her. <laughs> no. <laughs> Odd duck! Snape suddenly hissed at her. Walking brain, nightmare, show off, teacher's pet, mudblood. Oh my god. Hermione physically recoiled from the potions master as he hissed those heated, those hated, well-known words at her. They still stung, still made her stomach feel full of lead and achy. The yardstick, the stones, Snape said softly, those words, they measured and they hurt. They still do, don't they? Even though you no longer hear them, they sting, because they still have a hold on you in here. Snape placed his hand flatly on his pale chest. I was thinking, wait, he's like doing... So he's he's negging the, her. You know he, what that is? Yes. The game from the game. Yeah. Where he's like giving her a backhanded compliment uh-huh. to to like break down her self-esteem. Yeah. So, so that then she likes she, him. Yeah. So like she she's feels, like getting close to him and he's like, and then he calls her a mudblood. Rude. <laughs> Everybody knows that a mudblood's the meanest thing you could say to her. Odd duck. <laughs> I feel good about that. I'm going to win. Uh-huh. Some sort of performance. And you said it in a very, like, Dame Edna kind of way. Odd duck. Because try all those Ds. You can't go, odd duck. Odd duck. I I loved it. Well, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Snape placed his hand flatly on his pale chest. There are no more perils to hide behind. Nothing to shield you or validate you day to day. Soon you'll graduate. Uh, Oh. Um, So... Hermione didn't start school until she she was, like, 13. So I think that she's doing an, an internship. I mean, I graduated with a lot of people who were 18. Senior totally, year. Totally, totally, totally. Okay, so I okay. feel good about it. Okay. So. Soon you'll graduate and the walls of Hogwarts will no longer protect you. Ah, fame. Your fame will be a cushion. But you have already seen the folly and falseness of that, haven't you? No one sees you. And what is sadder, Hermione Granger? You don't see yourself. Cutting to the core. Oh, no. Poor girl is, like, going to be sobbing in this prefect bathroom. Like, he's not trying to warm her up. Or maybe this is his thing. I mean, I bet there are a lot of women that would be getting warmed up right now. It's like Stockholm <gasps> Syndrome. So sad. I know. Hermione's lower lip trembled. It's a pity you don't have my eyes, Snape said softly. <gasps> oh, oh, here it comes. This is the turnaround. Suddenly, the wizard grasped the edge of the pool with his other hand and slid out of the water, Liquid coursing down his body and limbs, rivulets streaming into his pubic hair, <laughs> and down the length of his foreskin before dripping to the marble towel as he stood up. Huh. Oh, now okay. Okay. So now we just saw the dong. Well, so this is getting the, good. What did they call it last it was chapter? Pale member? Member. Pale organ. Organ. No, I think we wanted them to call it. No, we wanted member. Organ. It's organ. Okay. I'll bet you. Pale, pale organ. Snape looked down at Hermione for a moment as her eyes took his nudity in. Then he turned and walked over to the pile of towels, plucking one from the top and tallying off his hair, neck, shoulders, and finally, his body. It was clear he was leaving. What? You can't just say all that and leave. Okay, now now the chase comes. Mm. Oh, so cliche. Yes, maybe um, 
the sexy stuff will happen outside of the bathroom. Yeah. Not in like the filthy the title, tub water. The title of the piece is the prefect's you know. bathroom. Okay. Again, a feeling of emptiness filled Hermione as he withdrew. This had been so intimate, so eye-opening. The professor was so wait, Hermione called out, turning and hoisting herself out of the pool to her knees and rising. Oh. Oh. <laughs> there it is. She stood there, water streaming over the curves of her body. Snape's dark eyes resting on it, Hermione saw a slight twitch in his nether regions before he turned his back to her, continuing to dry himself. It better be a hofty we're talking about. I mean, it better be more than a slight twitch. A slight twitch? This guy better have a full-on wood by now. Yeah, come on. I should go, Hermione. Thank you for indulging me. Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> That's all she gets. Ten points. Ten just points. ten stinking points, and for what? Because she let him like talk for that long. So she sponged down in front of him, naked in a bathtub, and she gets ten points. <laughs> you get ten points for like cleaning your room, right, like making your bed. <laughs> ten points to Gryffindor, he said tightly as he drew the absorbent towel down one arm and then the other. It's nice that she included that it's absorbent. <laughs> That's what towels are. Hermione's brown eyes rested on the scars on his back. There were so many but they weren't repulsive. Not at all. Please wait, Professor, she said again. I want to keep talking to you. I I don't get much of a chance to talk, not about anything important. Snape half looked over her, wait, Snape half looked at her over his shoulder as he once again wrapped a towel around his waist. The time for talk is over, Hermione. I've already said too much concerning you. He replied softly, turning and heading for his discarded robe. Hermione watched him walk past her, desperation rising in her belly. No, he couldn't leave. But I want to know, she said in a heavy voice, as Snape released the drain to empty the pool before picking up and shaking out his robe. <laughs> okay, so there's our answer about like the pool slash bathtub. So you can't pull a drain on a pool. So it's like a big, giant, frothy bathtub. It's sort of nice, because remember, Danny was worried that people were like swimming in other people's like bath water, which would be gross. But it's also would be annoying that you have to fill up that size of a pool anytime you want to bathe. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know something else that I was thinking about is that Moaning Myrtle is often found in the pool. So, like, where is she through all of this? I feel like she's just, like, underwater being like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, her tiny voice. Hermione. <laughs> yeah. You know what? She, if she popped up and, like, made fun of him for, like, leaving or whatever... She would be like, enough talk, more action. I f- yeah, I feel like Moaning Myrtle is like been creeping in the background. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah. I hope she speaks. As Snape released the drain to empty the pool before picking up and shaking out his robe. You want to know what, he asked, ready to slip one arm into the sleeve. I want to know what it is to be worshipped, Hermione mm. said, her voice slightly strained. Snape stopped what he was doing and looked at Hermione. By you, she added softly. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh, oh shoot. We're, we're left wanting even more. Wow. So this is like so, a very, like, sexual tension is building like a mother right and now. So he's making her, like, ask for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She just had to say, he, like, brought up the idea of being, of worshiping her and then was like, whoop, gotta go, gotta teach a class. And she's like, wait. This is a classic coquette move. Do you know yeah. I, the coquette mm-hmm. of like the highs and the lows uh-huh. and the hot and the cold and the push and the pull? Like this is like a classic. This is how you get into like addictive 
crazy, tumultuous relationships. Right. When he's like, oh, I've said too much. I should go. Yeah. Already knowing he's like worked her up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> worked her up there with his like insults. Insults and his coarse, scarred up, half erect schwans. So we're almost halfway done. Yeah, we're halfway through. And it's just been a lot of tension. It's a lot of tension, a lot of foreplay. I appreciate the foreplay, like the, the buildup. It means like sure. like the best sex has a lot of foreplay, a lot sure, of buildup, sure, sure. and then you like get to it and you're like, oh yeah, worth the wait. Worth it. Although, I mean, we can't, this isn't physical foreplay. It's just like it's emotional. Emotional. We just said this. <laughs> it's emotional. <laughs> we are available for um, voiceover work and radio commercials and sponsorship. Sponsorship. You can contact us at... <laughs> Horny for Harry at butterrockingpodcast.gov. <laughs> dot .gov. Those are, that's a fake email address. It's not really us. So, yeah. Okay, okay so what, what do you think is going to happen next week? So I think next week, oh, gosh. I mean, I think that now we've put it on the table. Like, it's on the table. She's, like, straight up asked. She just asked. Okay. So... I think that there's going to be a little bit more of, like, push-pull. She's going to have to, like, convince him. It's going to be a little bit more begging for it. Even though it was his idea. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. And then I think, like, the climax is going to be crazy. But you think they're going to, you think they're going to do anything physical next chapter? I think, I think that they'll start. Maybe I think they'll at least kiss. I think a kiss, something like. He'll grab her hand. First base. Her tush. We're going to get to first base. That's my prediction. is, Is first base just kissing? Uh, with tongue? T- I think it's a French kiss. <laughs> I believe the um, I think it's a nipple and a French kiss. Would no, be there's first. no nipple in the f- first base. No? It's over the shirt. No? No. Oh, maybe. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, like over over you the know, clothes. I'm just remembering. I feel like we used to call it like feel, feeling up. No, oh, like he felt me up. I felt me <laughs> What a dumb. <laughs> oh, oh, it's the little OTC on top of the clothes. Oh. Or oh. over. Or over the clothes. No, oh, yeah, it's on top of it would be like OTTC. O-T- yeah, I think I'm entirely wrong. <laughs> you done with OTC? <laughs> yeah, you know me. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. Thanks, guys. Okay. We hope to give you some sexy sex next chapter. We know it's coming. It's just and we- so are you. Ooh, making you wait for it. <laughs> erotic goodness you can follow us on instagram at Poterotica podcast or on facebook just by searching Poterotica podcast or you can join our private facebook group the Poterotics. and if you want to do us a huge favor please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review but only if it's nice right